ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Well, hey, everybody, it's Beyond Synth Live. Uh, We're recording this Friday, January 31st, and there is uh, some people in the chat already, so that's cool. There's Chris W., there's Glenn Main, Retro Serenade, Christian Alexander, Slightly Dark Blue Ghost, Modern Science, Bobby B. So look, let's get the show started. Let's listen to some music and uh, get this fucking show on the road. So this is an awesome track. Uh, this is Flashbot, and I hope you dig it because it's a uh, it's uh, really good stuff. This is Replay by Flashbot. I gotta run, gotta run now 
cool. Did you guys like that? That was Flashbot with Replay. That's a good track, man. It's fun. And uh, go check out their tunes. Uh, I don't know what the address is. I'll post it in the links, man. You know that's what I do. When you listen to the show on SoundCloud or Facebook or Twitter, I post the links to the artists so you can go check out their stuff. And that is the most important thing. Now, we're doing live. It's Friday. Honeybeard has joined the chat. He says, I'm hungry and my lunch sandwich wasn't enough. I like the idea of referring to it as a lunch sandwich. As if there's, like, different categories of sandwich. Chris, look, Glenn Main says he's in the Canary Islands again, all right? So let's wave to Glenn Main. NPR, NP... How do you say your name? NP Reader? Or is it NPR Eater? He says, Happy Friday, Andy. Oh, never mind. It's the Collector. I know who you are. Yeah, man. So look, I'm I'm done uh, with these pretenses anymore... You know when I say that I'm going to release the show on a certain day and then every week something comes up and it ends up shifting? So let's just be honest with each other. My promise to you is that there will be a show every week. I just don't know when the hell it's going to be. And the idea this year is hopefully to have two shows a week, a regular episode of Beyond Synth and a live show. But week to week, depending on the interview I recorded, sometimes they require more editing and sometimes I'm I'm totally set to like release the show on Monday and then I'm halfway through the edit and I start to realize, oh shit, this is going to actually take a long time. And then I have to change the, you know, when I release the show. And then I don't want to release the live show like at the exact same moment I'm releasing the other show because that's weird. I like it to be a few days apart. So my promise is as long as you pay attention to my social media accounts, you can tune into the live show. It just might be different days during the week. Whatever. And uh, dig it, man. Someone strange says, Hey Andy, when's the next Beyond Synth family episode? Feels like it's been a while. Well, listen, if you want to keep listening to the show today, we have a little catch-up with Florence and Marco, because when we were trying to record the family show, Mike was asleep. And so I was recording with just Florence and Marco for the first little bit, and I thought, why don't we put some of this into the next uh, live show so you can hear a little update from Florence and Marco in a few minutes. We'll probably be doing that in, like, uh, maybe even after the next song. And uh, the next family show should be after, I don't know, it'll be in, like, uh, two episodes, I think. It's coming. We got some fun artwork for that one. All right, so look, how about this? Let's listen to another track, and then just for you, Someone Strange, uh, we'll uh, play a little update with uh, some of the Beyond Synth family. So what do we got here? Okay, this is a cool song. This is, uh, it's one of my favorite tracks, but this is a remix, uh, which is always fun. So this is Absolute Valentine with She is a Dancer, but this is the Alpha Risk Remix.
I like to just come in at the end and ruin things. <laughs> Look, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. That was Absolute Valentine. She is a dancer. And that was the Alpha Risk remix. And while we were listening, Alpha Risk, a.k.a. Shane Yates, came in the chat and he was like, it's very odd, you know, to tune in and my track is playing. And um, I agree. You know, I invited uh, Alpha Risk to be on the show and he told me to fuck myself. I can show you the I can show you the message. He's like, hey, man, I'm Australian. In Australia, we do things a little different. And I'm like, all right, man. He's like, we don't do your fucking show. And I'm like, all right. Like, I get it. So that's why there hasn't been an Alpha Risk show yet. Because I said, hey, man, do the show. And he's like, you know, uh, listen, here's what I think about your show. And then he just sent me video of him, like, giving the finger. But then he started to, like, stick his finger into, like, this cantaloupe. And then it all just went weird. And I didn't know what that part was about. But I got the point. I'm like, okay, fine, man. I get it. You know, I'm not a fool. Uh, Justin Weems. Hey, Justin Weems. How's it going? Hey, Gwadsworth. Acidar. Acidar. Gwadsworth. What the? F- <laughs> Gwadsworth. <laughs> and uh, who else is here, man? Blue Demon 75 says, nice. Finally caught a live show. Yes, you did. Tessrim. 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 Yeah, I never update my stupid uh, restream, you know, where I go live and then it says uh, it says I'm playing Star Wars right now. I'm not playing Star Wars. You know what? Fuck it. Can I change this? All right. I'm going to edit it right now for you fools. Edit. Title. Beyond Synth is live. Game. No game. Update. Oh, I have to have a game if it's on Twitch? Okay, the game is... Uh, music time update. There we go. Problem solved. You people are very particular about my shit. Anyway, uh, Modern Science says you've been picking really good cuts lately. And well, you know, with the regular episodes of Beyond Synth, I do try my best to reach out to a lot of new artists and showcase their work. And when I'm setting up the playlists for the live shows, I tend to, you know, go back to like my favorites and my favorite artists and stuff because I feel like although I do play a lot of these uh, artists I haven't played on the show before obviously there's a lot of really super talented artists that uh, need their music to be played and Absolute Valentine makes awesome music I gotta have him on the show sometime there's certain people like people always ask me to have on the show and it just like years go by and fucking uh, 80s Stallone people always ask me to have 80s Stallone on the show Jean-Luc Thomas if I want to send you a song what should I do you send it to beyondsynth at gmail.com beyondsynth at gmail.com that's how you can send me music and I'll listen to it although I will say just so we're all clear here Beyond Synth is what we like to call a one-man operation, or one-person operation. It's 2020. Although I am a man. No, I can. it's a one-man operation. Listen, I am a man, and it is my operation, and I am one man, and this is a one-man operation. And 
It does take me a while to get to stuff. So everyone just needs to have some patience. To be honest with you, most people are pretty patient. Uh, but I do have a few every now and again people who, you know, they'll email me and then email me like the next day and be like, why haven't you listened to my song or whatever? I'm like, dude, like I probably wouldn't have heard this for a month. So <laughs> like messaging me the next day is uh, not going to help. Uh, what should we do here? Okay, you know what? We'll listen to another song and then we'll do the we'll go to the chat with the Beyond Synth family for just I think we recorded like a little 20 minute thing and Marco picked a few songs to play and so we'll do that in a little bit but I think it's song time so what should we do let's just we'll play a little short one here I'm just gonna fucking load this in the deck this is a fun one uh this is Abelard and to be honest with you it's all about I don't know why but the opening of this song where it's got this computer voice that goes it's called internet is internet and just the opening internet is internet it just gets stuck in my head I think it even only does it once during the song but I can never get it out of my head that stupid sample so I'm going to play it for you now and then we'll go to the uh, family show segment so here is Abelard with internet is internet Sorry, it's all about... It's that stupid fucking... Internet is internet. <laughs> That's been stuck in my head for years. I think it was Marco that introduced me to Abelard, and then when I heard that song, I was like, what? He played a different song on the show, but Internet is internet is the one that captured my heart. Maybe because the pun is so stupid. Oh, did you guys see the damn trailer? <laughs> I was just... I was reading an article today, and they posted the trailer for the Die Hard porn parody called Dick Hard, and 
it actually made me laugh legitimately. <laughs> and I felt terrible because, like, the bad guy keeps on making Alan Rickman puns. And at one point, I think, like, at the end of the trip, like, I actually laughed, like, unironically when um, he's, like, he's holding Holly Gennaro hostage. And then, and then, like, Bruce Willis is there and she's like, how about we all have sex with each other? And then he's like, is this an Alan Trickman? <laughs> I actually laughed at the fucking written comedy of a porn parody. Like, that's sad. Anyway, it's called Dick Hard. I believe it premiered on Pornhub. I haven't actually watched it. I'm just saying, like, I saw the trailer. Because the trailers are on YouTube. They're technically safe for work because they don't show anything and they blur everything out because it looks like all the guns are dildos. Anyway, we can talk more about this later. I'm going to go to the family show now. Here is uh, Florence and Marco uh, representing the family for a quick little uh, family show update. Recording. All right. I'm recording. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. So I'm just going to uh, jump in here. All right. Well, look, we're having a little visit here from part of the Beyond Sense family. It's Florence, a.k.a. Glitbiter, and Marco Merrick. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. So I figured we would just do a little quick catch up. We're going to be recording a, a family show soon. And I thought maybe we'd just catch up with you guys about how your, uh, how your holiday was. A sort of little mini family show. Yeah. Should I? Okay. <laughs> Don't everyone jump in at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Marco, how was, uh, how was your holiday? My holiday or my holidays or wh- which holiday? What? Well, the one that fucking just happened, man. We just, uh, oh, you know. The Christmas, and it seems so long ago now. Um, well, technically it was, it was a month, so, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good, I guess. I had a nice Christmas, indeed, and uh, New Year's was pretty good, too. Ended up getting drunk and hanging out in the plug DJ room, and we played, you know, music to, and uh, hung out with some synthwave people, which was cool. Nice. Yeah, I don't really go out, out especially not on New Year's anymore. It's a bit of a nightmare to get home and, you know, everywhere's busy. So I figured I'd stay at home and drink and, you know. I don't know. What what did we talk about on the last family show? I feel like, did we did we set plans that we could catch up on? Did we, like, say any specific things? I don't remember. I don't know. Does anybody actually listen to us? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we don't listen to ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what's going on. I mean, I don't think anyone said that Marco was going to die this time. Not Florence, this time. Did you, uh, you were in L.A. for New Year's? I was, but I was in New York for Christmas. Okay. Cool. So did yes. you do a party? No, you sent me pictures of some weird forest party, right? Or is that private? Yeah, I went to an enchanted forest party mm. what? for New Year's. Why did you send me photos of that? That sounds really cool. It was fine. I had a friend who built some like fake paper mache trees and put a bunch of black lights up it was actually it was chill because it was a house party and yeah going out on new year's is the worst because mm-hmm. you can't get anywhere you can't park anywhere and everything's really expensive so this was a good alternative and that was it it was really it was chill sounds like it was just an excuse for that person to make uh, paper mache trees I like know. they've been waiting he's for the opportunity and always looking for an excuse to make paper mache trees. I mean, that's good though. I think people, uh, you know, if you have some sort of uh, artistic aptitude and you find some reason to do it, you know, the fursuit Friday, does it trend for you guys every Friday? I don't look at the trends, yeah, but I don't think that, that shows up in my 
Twitter. It shows up in mine now every Friday. It's always hashtag fursuit Friday. And at first I'm like, what the fuck is, is fursuit? Did you click on that? Did you click on that one? Oh, well, I clicked on it when I wanted to figure out what the hell fursuit Friday <laughs> was. I'm like, what the fuck is fursuit Friday? Well, that's why it always shows up for you now. And then it literally is fursuit Friday where people just post pictures of them in cartoon fox outfits. I mean, like, they're not screwing or anything, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, that's the before and after pictures. Yeah. I don't really understand that community. Like, I, I'm not trying to shame anyone, but I, I don't get it. Um, unless it's like an anonymity thing. Oh. You know when people, like, have cartoon foxes as their avatars? Like, I don't know if that's like a anonymity thing. Is it just foxes? It seems like a lot of foxes. <laughs> like cartoon foxes specifically with like uh, with like eyelashes like they're female are they all female I don't know I don't know what it is like I don't know what like if if the audience wants to enlighten me as to what community enjoys disguising themselves as cartoon foxes because I like I don't get yeah, someone, it someone someone needs to come out and just explain the furry community. I, the thing is, I might be conflating two communities here. Like, the cartoon fox community <laughs> might be not the same as the furry community. Maybe I, it's like a subset community. To be fair, last time I clicked on Fursuit Friday, there were, like, these big costumes that looked like anime foxes. Or, or, or I don't think they're anime foxes, but like you know, sometimes you see the people with the fur suits, and it just looks like a mascot costume. But I've seen some where it's like full on, like the wolf head with like the long eyelashes and stuff. Sure, is this, is this interesting to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to know a lot more about this than either of us, Andy. Oh, well, I just wanted to know. I want more information, like because it's. I find it fascinating. I, I, I thought it was just a perverse thing that people just put on these costumes and banged. Like I thought that's what it was, and I don't Real know if there's perverse. more to it. Like, like because you know if you choose to go to a thing where you're always wearing like a big hat, a hat, a mask hat, <laughs> just go to the hat, <laughs> a big mask hat. hat. Um, Right, there must be something about the fantasy of hiding your identity. Is that like, you know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I could see that. Look, someone's got to give me some answers. Don't look at me. Uh, Marco, give me some answers. I know you're big into the furries. I don't have any answers. Well, look. Hey, Marco, you want to play me a play song? Play me a track? Yeah, play me a song, man. <laughs> All right, I got a brand new song here from Nostalgic Fantasy. Uh, it's this, I find this one really addictive, and I'm really enjoying this at the moment. It's called Freedom to Dance.
right, and that was Freedom to Dance by Nostalgic Fantasy, a pick from Marco, because we're having a little quick catch-up with the Beyond Synth family, or sort of, because uh, Mike is away on assignment. Yeah, undercover, under the covers. Yeah, man. He's, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's asleep. Uh, so... <laughs> So let's talk. Uh, what's something we can talk? I don't want to spoil the family show here by like spoiling it. But what do you have any uh, New Year's plans? I mean, like now that we're in the new year, do you have any things like this year? I'm going to. For me, I mean, I don't know if I should talk about it now or on the family show either. But uh, we're, we're we're hoping to get to Rhode Island again because they're doing that Neon Retro Fest thing um, in Rhode Island again this year. The three day festival or whatever. Were you there? Were you there last time, Florence? I can't fucking remember. No, no I missed oh, it. You didn't make it to that one. Um, it's really cool. I'm going to try not to miss it this year. you got to go. They got everything. I mean... It looked amazing. Yeah, it was really good. So it's like a three-day synthwave festival, and it's got also got, like, board games and all retro shit. Movie festival there as well, and video games, and, and it's just... There's a lot to do. And they even had, like, presentations. Like, they had the Ladies of Synth panel when they talked to everybody and they took questions and it was it was really really cool there was so much to do so we got i think it's in um i think it's in august again this year they had a year off last year and they're going to do it again so we got to make it there that's my plan for 2020 jesus that sounds weird saying 2020 but how far is rhode island from you for me it's it's about a from memory it's about a seven or eight hour drive yeah maybe i should fucking uh, fill out my passport form oh, finally fuck um. Yeah, you fucking should. Please do. One of these days. Maybe I'll make that my 2021, because I've already explained uh, to the people that my 2020 resolution is to touch my toes. Andy, why does the pa- why does filling out your passport form have to be a resolution? Yeah. It should just be a thing that you should do. Yeah. You should want to do that. Well, I don't know. I've been traveling so long. I know, Now I feel like I, I might have uh, some anxiety around it because it's been so long. I'm not used to it anymore. When I go to a new place and I have to use weird American money that's all the same color. and Hey, I had weird. never been to Canada before. And I used your, like, plastic money in July. Yeah. I was fine. Marco was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not yeah. that bad, Andy. <laughs> well, I know. I, like, I've traveled. Tax. Why don't you just fill out your fucking passport paperwork at the same time? Because ah, it's... Every moment I just feel the weight of all the projects I have on the go at the same time. And the weight of the Synthwave community on his shoulders. Well, no, no, but it's like I... So just the fucking passport is just another thing. It's just so many fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but this should be an enjoyable thing because this is not like your it's other stuff. This, you said that, I mean, you've told me yourself many times that you enjoy at these synthwave events, the interaction with people, meeting people and talking with people and getting to hang out with them more than anything, really. So if you get your passport sorted out, you can do more of the stuff that you enjoy so much. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, that's one way of yeah. putting it. But the other way is <laughs> I can sit in my house on my couch and uh, cry. And cry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's super happy. Hey, man. Yeah, that's great, Andy. So negative. Look, how about this? We got we to gotta wrap it up here because I got to do the, the rest of this show. But how about you want to play me another song? You want another one? Yeah, I do. I'm greedy. Uh, I got a new here song. I got a new here song. <laughs> I got a new. <laughs> 
I get a new song here from Punker. Uh, I'm actually not that familiar with this artist, but uh, this song's pretty good, and it's called Retrospect. So give it a spin, Andy. And that was Retrospect by Punker. And that was uh, another pick from Marco here. So we're going to say goodbye here. But it was fun to catch up with you guys, although very briefly, because we'll hear you guys again on the uh, on the family show in a few weeks. All right. So, Florence, did you have any words to leave people with for mm, the next few here's, weeks? Here's some words. 
here's some things stuff how about this we'll we'll, we'll have a we'll have a resolution i'll uh i'll fill up my passport thing uh-huh and then when we record you can try whenever i like throw to you and then you just like uh no <laughs> how does it go <laughs> wait do you want me to just say more things yeah, instead I, well, of just I, saying no yeah <laughs> please <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'll fill out my passport form if you come out with your EP, but okay. No, I just... Uh, this I, is yes, easier. Yes, no. <laughs> that's right. That's what you should have said. This is way easier. All right. So look, Florence. Actually, maybe it's not. Tell me, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, tell the people, say, hey, man, my name's my name's Florence Bullock, and I'm here to say that my artist is Glitbiter, and it's coming your way, and then like say the date when the EP comes out. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, there's there's going to be no like fun rapping in there. That's no good. No, I don't do that. All right. <laughs> well, it was nice to talk to you. <laughs> nice to talk to you guys too. We'll see you in a few weeks, I guess. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Okay, that's the end of the family show segment. (laughs) All right, look, I want to say hi to everybody in the chat. That was uh, just a little catch up. Like I said before we started the segment, uh, we recorded a family show and Mike was in bed. And so I thought maybe we'd record a little bit for the live show. And that is what we just did. Uh, So hello. Uh, Who's here now? Adam Force. And Martin Larby and Jeff Harrington and Kem Pop and Joseph Wood. I don't know why I started on that. I, I think I was going to call you Joe and then I changed it to Joseph. Eric V00 and Thomas with a last name that I would butcher if I tried. And now I'm going to try. Plowjski. Plowjuski. No, oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Thomas Plowajewski? Is that your last name? <laughs> How do you say it, man? Spell it out phonetically for me, because uh, that's what I want you to do. And Heartbeat Hero! Hey, buddy. How's everybody doing? And Tess Rim, but I, I still don't know how to say your name. Tess, Tess Rim, Tess Rim. So, look, we did record that a few days ago. Oddly enough, we ended up doing today's live show on Friday, and Fursuit Friday is trending, so I'm going to click on it. And I'm going to tell you what I see. There is a lady in a fursuit that looks like a deer, and she's doing a sexy dance. Odd. I'm scrolling down. There's one who's got a fan blowing on her. And she's, like, kind of moving her hands to, like, welcome the the breeze. Okay, so that one is kind of sexual. Uh, let's see. There's one just being cool. Just a guy in a fursuit with a pink shirt on. Uh, that one is sexual. That one is very... Se- oh. Oh, so this is a pervert thing, right? <laughs> These ones are fucking... <laughs> Well, I thought it was, you know, you know how sometimes there's certain fetishes where the people in those communities will try and pass off that it's not fucked up, you know, where they'll be like, listen, you know, that community where they like, they get on all fours and someone treats them like a dog and they walk them with a leash and stuff. And then they'll be like, oh, this is a pretty like wholesome community, though. It's about community and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but isn't there like a weird part where you like fuck each other with the 
and the one person has to pretend to be an animal? Like, I mean, that part's a little weird, right? <laughs> like, come on! Like, look! All right, I get it. We are in a, a modern time where we're all very accepting of everybody, and it's all good. But with that acceptance should come a little bit of fucking shame and humility. Like, come on! My whole life, I always felt like a great deal of shame. And like, I always kind of felt weird and a little outsidery. And like, now that people can just fucking walk around and be like, what do you do? Well, I like to put on a sombrero and stick cucumbers up my ass. And then if you make fun of them, you're the asshole. You know what I mean? We're just like, what are you? Like, oh, we're in the fucking cuke community. What's that? Well, we put sombreros on and shove cucumbers up our ass. Like, there's a community for that. And if I make fun of it, I'm the jerk. Fuck you. And the whole fucking internet is this now. Like, everybody, all these fucking... Look, all I'm saying is, be happy to be who you are, but accept a little bit of pushback. I mean, come on. Like, you're in fursuits fucking each other. Come on, there has to be a bit of pushback. A little bit. Jesus. The thing is, you should never encounter, you know, like, physical violence because of who you are or what you do. It shouldn't restrict you in, you know, getting employment or having access to all the rights and privileges that everybody has. But for fuck's sakes, if your thing is like, well, we fucking dress up like hockey players, except we fucking leave the crotch of our pants open so we can all fucking stuff pool cues up our ass or something. We're the, we're the hockey pool cue community. Like... All right, but you know, like, we also use that equipment to just play hockey, right? I mean, like, so what you're doing with it is weird compared to what everybody else does with it. Like, oh, no, you're an asshole. Like, don't shame me. Like, anyway, look, the <laughs> the, <laughs> the point is there's nothing wrong with a little bit of shame. Just a bit. I'm not saying you have to walk through your whole life being depressed and stuff, but I mean, like, have a little bit of humility. I mean, like... You know, dressing up in a fucking fursuit and fucking somebody else in a fursuit is weird. And it must be really fucking hot. Unless they have fans in the hats. Do you think they have fans, like, in the head area to, like, kind of blow cold air at them? I mean, the video I just saw, this one has fucking a fan blowing at them and... I probably shouldn't have said any of that, should I have? Okay, so look, uh, let's listen to some music. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to play this track. Uh, so look, uh, hi everybody who's in the uh, the chat right now. Uh, there's Lucas and Astar Apart. Astar Apart. A star apart. <laughs> I did it. All right. So here's a track by Megatronics. This is actually a cover. Now, this isn't really super synth, but it's a cover of an 80s track that I like. And so I thought I would play it. So this is Mega Megatronics. It's a cover of the song by Tawny Kane and the Triangles. I think you know what this is. It's from the movie Terminator. Remember that part where they, they're in the tech noir and, uh, you know, that whole thing. Anyway, this song's called Burnin' in the third degree, uh, and this is Megatronics.
You got me burning in the third degree. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a little bit at the end of that one. Um, you know what's interesting? When I was listening to that cover, I went back because I've never actually listened to the original song. I just know it from the Terminator movie. And, you know, in Terminator, it's playing that song. And then Sarah ducks right at the moment that Kyle would see her. And then the song kind of goes all echoey. And I really like that part. And that's not actually part of the original song. That's like sound design for the actual movie, The Terminator. So when I went back and listened to this song, it's weird because I was listening to this cover and I actually really like the cover. I like the vocals. I think they're good. So anyway, that was Megatronics with Burning in the Third Degree. Uh, Tawny Kane and the Triangles. I don't even know... I don't know anything else by them. Do they just do one song? Maybe I'll do some research. Uh, also, I just received this letter from my publicist. Uh, on behalf of myself and the Beyond Synth podcast and the Beyond Synth community, I would like to formally apologize to the furry community. Uh, what I said, I said out of ignorance and uh, misunderstanding. I see now that what you do is beautiful. And I would like to donate $5 from the Beyond Synth proceeds to go towards uh, <laughs> buying a wolf mask for myself so that you guys can all fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my apology. Uh, hey, Gamescape. Hey, Amp Sle Amp 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 Sledge. That's a tricky name to say. So look, thanks uh, for listening to Beyond Synth Live. As you can hear, it's a little bit more freeform than the regular show, but we do it, man. I want to uh, do a shout out to some of my my ten dollar patrons because I feel like I do need to acknowledge them for being awesome. And then maybe what we'll do is we'll do the artists on artists uh, segment. We got Astral Stereo Project today, who's sharing his love for another synthwave artist, and we'll be playing that in just a bit. But look, you know, you can support Beyond Synth. If you go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or beyondsynth.com and click on the donate button. And here are my awesome $10 patrons. That's right. There's Fraser Davidson, Watch Clark, Neverman, Joshua Winter, Pump Action, Foreskin, Thundercats, Ho, Dalton Bell, Cat Temper, Albion Algorithm Retro. What did I just say? Albion Algorithm. Retro Serenade, Gary Heather, Knight of Ducks, Andrew Benson, Sarah Buchelman. I feel like I haven't heard from the Buchelman sisters lately. I feel like you guys are very vocal at one point. And now I don't hear from the Buchelman sisters anymore. Where are they at? Where are them Buchelman sisters? Then, of course, there's the Patch Bay. Oh, yeah. The look is set. Patches are out now, right? I think I mentioned that last week. But go check out the Patch Bay if you're an artist and you need a little, uh, little kickstart there with some cool patches. I think uh, he used a free VST. I don't know what the rule is on that. If all the artists use free VAs, VSTs to make their patches, or if uh, some of them actually use paid ones. Anyway, that's the patch bay. Then there's Power Loader, Renton Brax, Barry007, fucking slunks! What else? I can go to the next page here. Matthew Lister, Tristan Waits, Skunk Raider, Colin Bennett, Joe Ozone, Will Lowe, and Polly Digital. You guys are great. Thank you all for supporting the show, and thank everybody in the chat. 
Amp, Amp Sledge says, Haha, it's not my real name, but Facebook doesn't allow me to change it. Yeah, when I changed my name to Andy Beyond Synth Laced, and now I can't change it back. Anyway, whatever. So look, I'm going to play you an Astral Stereo Project song that I like. It's called Skin Deep. And then we're going to hear from Neil, and he is going to tell you about an artist that he likes. And then we're going to listen to them, because that's what Artists on Artists is all about. So here is the Astral Stereo Project with Skin Deep.
right, man. So that was, look, that was the Astral Stereo Project with Skin Deep. Now, he's one of my favorites. I love his style. And really, you know, within sort of in and around the synthwave scene, there aren't too many people who capture the sound that he captures. Because it does have that like that very early 80s kind of 70s even vibe that I've always uh, dug about his music. That was an improper sentence. Anyway, that was the Astral Stereo Project with Skin Deep. Did I already say that? Fuck me. This is why... <laughs> This is why doing a live show is a problem. That and going on rants, that will get me... uh... Well, I don't think the furry community can cancel anybody, to be honest. Maybe they can. Can they? Do they have that kind of power? I mean, they gotta have a lot of money. Those suits can't be cheap. So I guess this is my new thing, is just fucking... (laughs) ragging on that community. (laughs) I wish them well. So look, hi, Institute91. Thanks for joining the chat. And the... All the way in Scotland. Says it's 1840 hours over there. I don't really know 24-hour clocks very well. Then there's Ian. Hi, Ian. I hope you guys are having a lovely time. So uh, I'm going to now throw it to uh, Neil, the Astral Stereo Project, and he is going to tell us somebody he likes and uh, pick a song. So here's... Again, there's no jingle for this, so... Here's Artists on Artists. It's uh, Artists time. Hi, I'm Neil and I record as the Astral Stereo Project. My first release was back in good old 2013 with Cassiopeia and I've released several albums since you may or may not have heard of such as Antihero 1 and 2, Rediscovery, Disco Death Sleaze and of course the family favourite, Bastard Squad. But enough about me, I'm here to talk about an artist I admire uh, goes by the name of FM Attack. FM Attack's for me a true original and the reason that I've chose this particular artist is the music that he makes um, comes with a heavy dose of melancholy and nostalgia which is what I'm all about and it gives me great pleasure to choose FM Attack as my artist spotlight. The song that I've chosen is a true classic for me. It's one of his early songs. I love the beat, I love the melody I love the vocoder, it's all beautiful and it all just works and the song that I've chosen on this Beyond Synth with Andy Last is Hot Girls with a Z or a Z in love.
All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm in a <laughs> end of song ruining mood today. Hey, man, it's uh, it's all exciting here at Beyond Synth uh, when we do the live shows. Uh, what's this? Fundorin. Fundorin. Is that how you say your name? Okay, that was uh, the that was FM Attack. With the track Hot Girls in Love, and that was, of course, chosen by the Astral Stereo Project in our new Artists on Artists segment. And uh, if you're a synthwave artist out there and you want to uh, take part, let me know. Just message me, man. Say, look, man, I want to talk about how much I like so-and-so. And And I'll be like, okay. I'll say it in that, uh, that way, too. Funderin says, so are you a titties or an ass guy, Andy? I mean, I can actually answer that question. Do you want me to? Like, <laughs> what would that information do for you? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I like uh, pretty faces. I like when ladies have pretty faces. And I think everything else is sort of secondary because at the end of the day, when you spend time with somebody, you are looking at their face most of the time. Right? So even those people are like, oh, I like chicks with hot bodies and stuff. Like, yeah, but like if you're just like having dinner with them or in conversation, you're going to be looking at their face. So to me, it seems like logically that I I want their, I I like a pretty face, you know? And also, too, because we all don't fucking, you know, get it on like porn stars, right? So half the time, I know all you guys, you're all nerds, you all have shame, you all have sex in the dark with the covers on. So who cares what she looks like? No, that goes against my point. Hold on. No, who cares? What are... <laughs> it's, it's... There's a lot of superficial things in life that don't really matter when you factor in the fact that when you finally get into bed with a lady, you do it with the lights off and the blankets on. Because, first of all, you don't want her to see your fucking just shriveled dink, right? So you're going to do everything you can to fucking hide that, you know, when you get all excited to bring a lady home and then you remember that you got this big, long, wrinkly bag and then you're like, oh, shit, like I got to fucking do something about that. Turn the lights off. (laughs) (laughs) What's this? Uh, Eric says, hey, Andy, have you played anything from Volta's new album? Uh, Marco... On the family show, uh, Marco plays a Volta track, and that album is fucking cool. It's not too hard. I like everything, man. You know that. I know it seems like in more recent shows I play a lot more kind of like synth pop style stuff, but like I still do like the, you know, Volta's Wicked. And we do play some in an upcoming show. And um, Rage Crow says, Sup, Andy. Sup, Rage Crow. And uh, hey, Matt Oxner, it's 8 a.m. here, and what's happening? Well, I'll tell you, buddy. We're going to listen to a track, and then we're going to chalk, chalk, we're going to chalk to Neon Fox. So uh, here's a fun one. I enjoy these guys. They're called Eurotics, and they make kind of fun sort of disco-y, poppy, Euro dance kind of tracks. Kind of reminds me of ABBA sometimes, actually, in the sort of the song structures and stuff like that. Um, I think I've probably played this track on the show before, although this one is technically called Remake 2. So I guess this is one of those tracks that he keeps on going back to and saying, like, I think we can fix this. I think I think we can do something else with this. And uh, and I always like this stuff. Music like this makes me happy in times of sorrow. This is Will You Remember Me by Eurotics.
That's Remake 2. Now I think I did play an old version of that song because there was like another sound effect, which they've taken away. Because I remember that. It went, it went uh, wee Is this helping anyone? So look, 
Bedroom Eyes. Hey, Bedroom Eyes says, yes, this will make the rest of my workday fly by. Thanks, Andy. Well, thank you. If you just tuned in now, you just missed, like, the first hour. So... It could have flown by a lot better, man, if you just tuned in sooner. You know the old saying, the sooner you tune in, the sooner you listen. Dr. Martin Luther King. (laughs) That was his famous one, right? (laughs) I feel like it was. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go and chat with Neon Fox. He's got five awesome tracks for you. And then uh, you're going to dig it. And that's what we're going to do right now. So here is some fucking Neon Fox. All right. Well, look, I'm here right now with Neon Fox. How's it going, man? Hello, Andy. It's going good. How was your week? Uh, Well, yeah. Hmm. So far, so good. Have you begun saving your money for all your trips? Yes, I have. And by saving my money means, yeah, not going out. Did you guys end up checking out uh, Free Play? No, we didn't. I think we're going to try and reschedule for end of this week. Yeah, Oliver messaged me one night, but I think he was going to tilt, but I couldn't. I'm a, you know, when you're a family man, sometimes when people just, you know, text at like 10 going like, hey, can you come out to this thing? Uh, the answer is always no. So hey, I'm not a family man, but once I'm in my pajamas, I ain't moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pajamas. Actually, what am I saying? I do have pajamas. I've got... There you go. I got my Marvel superheroes pajamas. I've got Super Mario pajamas. I've got my Pac-Man pajamas. My Halo pajamas. I'm trying to think what else. I feel like I've got... Oh, I've got Ghostbusters. I, I don't have Synthwave pajamas, though. Ooh, looks like we've just tapped into a market that isn't there. There you go. Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, put some thought to this. <laughs> I'll message my web guy. That might be the... Uh, that'll be the edge I need in the uh, the Synthwave merch war. I'll start making uh, pajama bottoms mm-hmm. and tops. Well, I guess a top is just a shirt, so it's it's about the fleece yeah. bottoms. Exactly. All right. Well... How about a song? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for a song. Sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, up, uh, I've got uh, a, a single. The uh, artist is Nightmares and Neon, and it's the self-titled uh, single, Nightmares and Neon. These guys are from California, and this one is a remix by Dynamite Stranger, who's out of Idaho. So here it is, Nightmares and Neon, Nightmares and Neon, the Dynamite Stranger remix.
night, and that was Nightmares and Neon, with the track Nightmares and Neon, remixed by Dynamite Stranger. <laughs> I don't see that too often, an artist with a self-titled track. Yeah, yeah, you don't, I mean, you see albums with self-titles, but yeah, no. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking whole new world here. We've got, uh, <laughs> we've got synthwave pajamas, we've got... <laughs> self-titled tracks. Self-titled songs. Today I just went to the grocery store and picked up a box of s'mores cereal. Oh. I don't know what it's going to be like because I haven't opened it up yet. There was a bunch today I saw. I saw s'mores cereal. I saw Timbit cereal. And it was, uh, you know, like the birthday cake Timbits? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a cereal based on that Timbit. You're brave. I mean, it, it looks like puffs, like any cereal that has yeah. just like circular puff cereal, except it's got little dots on it, I guess, to represent the birthday cake part. I didn't buy it. I will, though. I, you know what? It sounds, like, it sounds like a sugar overload. Yes. But I'm not one to talk because one of my favorite cereals is Sugar Crisp. Sugar Crisp? Do they still make that? Oh, hell yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Does it still have the bear on it? Yep. And yeah, so if, if you're not diabetic yet and you want to be... Dude, that stuff is the bomb. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> I used to love those commercials. When I was a kid, just fucking can't get enough of that, sugar, that crisp. sugar crisp. You can never get enough. <laughs> sugar bear! There's a big uh, security card bulldog yep. that's always chasing down Sugar Bear who's always <laughs> stealing... Sh- the f- I love... You know when you go think back to all the commercials and how they made no sense? Like, so mm-hmm. tricks, tricks is for oh, kid. God. The Tricks Rabbit, his picture is on the box... Yet the whole premise of his uh, commercials was that he never got a chance to eat his own cereal. No, because it's for the kids. And Sugar Bear had to, like, break into safes to steal his own cereal. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Lucky Charms? He seemed at one with the cereal. I feel like... Oh, Wasn't his deal, though, that... Was he even interested in eating the cereal? He just seemed interested in, like, creating the magic that sort of sent the marshmallows into the bowl. Yeah, I don't know. There was something creepy about him and kids. But, well, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, they're all... <laughs> it's like just the Pied Piper of cereal. Just like, there you go. Yep. Yeah, they all have a different sort of relationship to the cereal they're promoting, but I feel like Lucky Charms, he's the most, like, he's just promoting the brand. Yeah. Like, he, he presents the cereal to the children and then goes like, oh, it's me Lucky Charms, and then it, and then the, the glowing light would shoot out of his pot of gold, yeah. and it would make the sparkling marshmallows appear in the bowl, whereas, like... Yeah, Trix didn't even get any, and and then fucking... A sugar bear did get it in the end, and, um... (laughs) Just follow your nose! Oh, God, uh, Toucan. Yeah, Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. I think he... Yeah, he ate the cereal at the end, didn't he? Is there, like... Yeah, yeah. He would deliver it to his kids. Didn't he have kids? I recall there being, like, little kids in the nest, and he'd bring back the Fruit Loops. Uh, no, I remember him just flying around the normal kids... Dropping he, off like the the Fruit Loops, or did he follow his nose and then slam into trees? Ah, like he followed yeah, his like he yeah, followed yeah. the smell waves that, that were emanating from the Fruit Loops, but then before he reached the cereal, he'd like hit a tree and then they would just show like a kid eating it. All all I know is I remember at one point in my life I decided to pick up one box of everything, mm. and then I took a little handful out of each box and put it all into this one box. To mix it all together. And then I came up with the craziest name. I was I sat there for hours, like fruity <laughs> Cheerio something, something, something. It was like two paragraphs long. You take a word out of every other cereal mm. and you create this monster of a cereal. And uh, good. how long did the diarrhea last? <laughs> I don't know if it was from the cereal or the milk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's another problem too. You just have this whole bowl of sugar, and when you're like sensitive to lactose, it's like what a delightful <laughs> thing. Um, yep. <laughs> well, look, this is a this is a very nice way to segue into some more music. So, what oh, uh, yeah. what do you got for me? So, an artist from uh, London, Ontario, one of our neighbors. Uh, his name's Tommy Cruz, and this song is called Star Power from his album Lightspeed. Tommy Cruz from his album Lightspeed, and that was Star Power. Mm-hmm. It's nice to 
play some local acts here. How long does it take to drive to London from Toronto? It's still a few hours, isn't it? Yeah, it's about three, two to three hours. Yeah, see, the the town that I'm from, mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, we're sort of like equidistant from London and Toronto. Oh, yeah. So it was like, if we wanted to go to London, it was a three-hour drive, and Toronto was a three-hour drive. No, I feel like London might have been a little bit longer, but then Toronto is three hours from London, so it's like a triangle of doom. <laughs> is there anybody who lives in between that triangle? No, it's like it's like the Bermuda Triangle. If you try yeah. and drive in between yeah, it, you get no, to... There's nothing there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get whatever... I've never actually followed that. What happens? Does just ships sink? Yeah, ships, planes just disappear, and then that's it. Right. Never to be heard from again. I'm really curious to see if I've actually remembered these serials properly. I'm going to YouTube. Hold on. I just need to see. Okay, so I'm going to type Toucan Sam commercial. Commercial collection Fruit Loops Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so when would I have been watching Volume 1? Because in the 90s, he's got kids. When did he first show up? Yeah, he's got like three little toucans. He's teaching them how to ride a bike. Hmm. Oh, and then there's Tony the Tiger. Oh, yeah. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Toucan Sam commercial. It's got Tony the Tiger wishing happy birthday to Toucan Sam. Wow. What do you call that when TV shows do that? Oh, the crossover episodes? Cross, yeah. It's like a crossover all right, I'm going to type in Lucky Charms 80s commercial, and I'm just going to see if he gets the fucking... Oh! They're always after me, Lucky Charms! Fuck, of course! Yeah, there you go. See, he's, he's, they're chasing him, right? They're chasing him because he has the bowl and the and the fucking box yeah, and the so kids. He, he, he uses the uh, the rainbow to try and escape or something. Oh, so he's not... Like, he doesn't want the kids to have it at all. He's like, they're always after me. And, of course, and that's yeah. the fucking whole joke. Of the stupid horror films with the the fucking uh, uh, what's yeah. Leprechaun? Oh yeah, yeah, Leprechaun. Yeah, there's only three. I'm where I'm looking at this old commercial. There's only five. Now there's like unicorns and shit. Oh yeah, now it's like twenty different marshmallows in there. He's making a magical snowmobile and he's zooming away. Oh, and he crashed, and the kids got it. Okay, so that's the relationship. So he doesn't want to give it to those kids at all. Exactly. Hmm. This is all very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, some of them are actually pretty dark when you look back on it as an adult. Oh, like that one where he killed the kids when they... <laughs> it's like, I told you, you don't get me lucky charms. <laughs> just Right, Ashley? It's just a big, just a big close-up of a fucking handgun going off, and then just... <laughs> it plays the lucky charms theme, but it's like in an octave lower, so it's... <laughs> That would be an awesome commercial. Oh, so somebody needs to do that. <laughs> oh, God. No, you really don't get it. You don't get <laughs> these lucky charms. And then... It's like Reservoir dumb. Dogs, but with lucky charms. That would be awesome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Quit pointing your gun at my dad! <laughs> I don't even know. It doesn't even make sense. That was just me quoting Reservoir Dogs. Uh... Look, man, the best part, when you show up here, yeah, you bring me lovely music, so... uh, From Warsaw, Poland, we've got Cassetter. He's on the fixed label, and he just dropped a single. It's called Catch Me If You Can.
And that was Catch Me If You Can by Cassetter. I always like it when uh, Marco would play Cassetter tracks because mm-hmm. he has this Australian accent, but for certain words, he will emphasize the R. Cassetter. Yeah, so he will go like Cassetter, you know, just to, so we know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, at least at least you guys pronounce your T's. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, I just do the Toronto way. Cassetter. Cassetter. <laughs> Cassetter. 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 What do I say? Well, cassetter, cassetter, yeah, cassetter. It's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a tricky word. What is? Uh, hold on. So so um, sugar bear, sugar crisp, sugar crisp eighties commercial. Well, it's it's so weird to see the the commercials that are before your time. Oh, that's where it's weird because to me, obviously, like my memories of uh, all these commercials are pretty much like nineteen eighty seven to ninety five. You know, like that period of time where you're old enough to remember watching TV yeah. by yourself, and so it's weird to see like Sugar Bear in black and white, mm-hmm. vintage nineteen sixties Sugar Bear commercial. That's fucking crazy. Wow, it's been around that long. Yeah. And I remember there was one cereal where the American marketing was different than the Canadian one. Remember Honeycomb? Oh, yeah. So in Canada, we had the Honeycomb Kid, who was like this sort of Indiana Jones ripoff. Yeah, and didn't they have a bee? They had this thing called the fucking... It was like this weird uh, creature (laughs) that was like, Honeycomb, Honeycomb, me want Honeycomb, and it like turned into a tornado. Oh my God, I never saw those. Yeah, because that's in the States, it was this weird creature, and in Canada, it was the Honeycomb Kid. There was, I think there was a dad, and then there was a kid, but I thought the dad was called the Honeycomb Kid. Hold on. Honeycomb (laughs) Kid. Honeycomb Kid commercial. 1970s. Honeycomb commercial featuring the Honeycomb hideout and theme song. What? Yeah, they, yeah, their fucking thing is weird. The American one. It's like this thing with googly eyes. Oh, okay. It looks like, uh, you know, the fry guys at McDonald's, except it's got yep, like an yep. animal face in the middle of it. Ooh. It's uh, frightening. You know what I like, though? Every time Halloween comes around, General Mills puts out the uh, Count Choculas back on the shelves. Wait. You remember Count Chocula and Boo Berry? Is that considered a specialty cereal now? Yeah, you you can't get it normally. So now they they drop it near around Halloween. But every cereal now is just marshmallows. Like you think having Count Chocula around wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like McDonald's and their damn McRib. They just want to drive us nuts. It pisses me off when they have the you know those fake 
ad campaigns. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you know, trying to pretend there's a controversy when there isn't one. You know, the, uh, mm-hmm. is it still a Big Mac if it has bacon in it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, it is, yeah, idiots, because you called it the fucking bacon Big Mac. It is what you say it is. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, Hi, how, how did you feel about Donut Gate? Wait, wait, what? Oh, God. Oh, oh Trudeau. <laughs> I don't care. Four, $4 donuts, really? That's uh. my favorite. <laughs> donut gate. I love uh, the only reason why I bring it up because we never we never talk about politics, which is a good rule. But um, sometimes it's so silly that you have to, you know. Well, oh, you know what? I think we're doing all right. When you look around the world, and our biggest issue is our prime minister buying four dollar donuts. Were they even four dollar donuts? Because the people who were complaining were comparing the cost of their specialty donuts. Yeah, yeah. But I then don't the. Think they were. the, the the donut restaurant took to Twitter to clarify that uh, they just bought regular two dollar donuts. Yeah, fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah, and the two dollar Canadian donuts. Come on, let's all put this into perspective. <laughs> Sorry, I loved it. I love that uh, there's people who are probably like actually upset about it. But um, oh yeah, it's important to me. It's a very important issue. I just like to get another Canadian's perspective. You know, for the people who mm-hmm. don't know, uh, our glorious prime minister went to a. Uh, uh, like a mom and pop donut shop, and uh, people complained because of the waste of taxpayer money. Well, he he bought he bought donuts for a cabinet meeting. Yeah, which is odd because I'm, I'm for people who complain. I'm like I I don't really understand how this works necessarily, but I just assume that there would be food. Like if you were a politician and you attend a cabinet meeting, I would assume that you could write off your lunch. Am I wrong? Like, well, I generally I think if if they're getting catered, then that's on like that's going to be the taxpayer bill, right? So they'll hire a catering company so that the politicians themselves don't have to worry about it. So I think in this particular case, Justin Trudeau, somebody else could have gone and bought donuts from Tim Hortons or something, but you know he's a sucker for the camera, so he decided to visit a mom and pop shop and get seen buying donuts for the meeting. Yeah, it's it's those things that politicians do to try and convince us that they're human. Yeah. But Whenever. although not many other politicians, <laughs> not many, you know what? Not many other politicians around the world go randomly jogging to come across some couple getting married, topless. Justin Trudeau just shows up out of nowhere, topless, jogging. It's like, oh, you're getting married. Well, I just happen to be jogging here. Yeah, I feel like anytime I see anything, though, like it's always, it's, yeah. everything feels staged to me. Like you know, like of you're just sitting there. Well, like he's got protection and stuff so there's no way you yeah. can just happen upon like oh look there he is like we, we we weren't tipped off at all to like the fucking six guys in fucking black suits who were like running ahead of him and behind him <laughs> anyway how about you uh play me some more music some some uh some yeah. <laughs> i don't know what i was gonna say i was gonna say some donut music and i'm like that doesn't even make sense as a segue so <laughs> play right. me some well, donut music all right well okay so out of uh denver colorado uh, new Rock has a new single. It's called Dial Me Up. Kind of sounds like Donut, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there, you saved it.
All right, and that was New Rock with Dial Me Up. Mm-hmm. That's spelled N E U R O C. Yep. So that's uh, yeah, no, that was a cool track. I like big uh, big beats. Mm-hmm. You picked some more. Uh, last week you had a bunch of sort of like kind of synth pop style tracks. This week you're yeah. you're going more into the instrumental. I guess well the uh, the nightmares of neon was a vocal track, but yeah, yeah, I I'm all I'm all over the map. People seem. I was looking at the comments. People seem real happy about that uh, Mr. Creep track with uh, oh, yeah. Darfolds. Yeah, Darfolds. Yeah, it's a it's a great great collaboration. Yeah, I've actually been listening to it quite a bit. It's a pretty cool song. I like the mm-hmm. the melody. But uh, but anyway, but yeah, this Neurock track was a lot of fun too. I like uh, I dig it, man. Did you see the uh, preview of um, the little teaser that uh, Neon Arcadia put out? They're doing a cover of that Phil Collins song, Easy Lover. Oh, okay. So they got AC St. Clair, and uh, it sounds amazing. That, that'll be out like on Valentine's. Ooh, just in time for love. Easy lovers. Have you, have you started booking flights yet? Or No. That's no. probably a weird thing to do right now, right? Is that? Well, yeah. Although, granted, I mean, I'm going to be in New York in less than two months. But yeah, nah. I keep looking at the flights, because if you fly out of Port or our downtown airport off, off the island, every day the price can jump up and down like $100, so... It's just a matter of just sitting and waiting. Right. It's been so long. Because even if I do end up getting my passport, mm-hmm. I don't even remember how much things cost. What, like flights? Like how, like how much did it cost to fly to New York? It could be anywhere from $200 to $300 out of Porter. Is that back and forth or is that just one way? Yeah, you know what? It might be actually like $400 uh, round trip. Right. And y- you might get a cheaper flight out of Pearson, but then you got to deal with Pearson. Right. See, if you go to Porter, it's literally five, ten minutes for anybody within the city. Their customs there and everything, just getting through the gate is so much quicker. It's less crowded. You're on a plane in five minutes, and that plane takes 45 minutes to get to Newark, New Jersey. And then from there, you hop in a cab and into New York. Yeah, that's where I picked up, uh, for <laughs> for everyone listening right now, this is a Toronto airport talk, mm. uh, but uh, yeah, that's where I picked up Jake uh, when Protector 101 yep. uh, visited. I picked him up from that little airport, Toronto Island. I picked up Cobra Commander there when he came in for Outland. Because my, my sense of American geography is terrible, so Rhode Island. So, I mean, they, they've got their own airport out that way, and I think it's about the same time flight from Toronto to uh, Rhode Island. Because I don't even know what Rhode Island is. Like, is that near New York or is... It's it's north north and uh, east of New York. Just keep going up the uh, the coast there. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, Rhode Island's a state. Like, it's a state. And then you've got, like, all the various cities in it. Well, this has been very en- <laughs> educational. <laughs> do, you have, do you have another track or are you done? Yeah, well, I got one more track. But uh, let me just... Rat- you know what? You brought up Rhode Island. So if anybody's listening, I just want to rattle off a couple of things that are happening this weekend around the world. Sure. Well, why don't you tell right. me after the song before you go? Okay, I'll do that. We'll tease that. Right. So we're going to do uh, we'll do synthwave upcoming events before Julian takes off. So you play me yeah. uh, one more track. All right. Well, this one from artist out of uh, Moscow, uh, Russia. This is Katovsky 86 with Overspeed. <laughs>
right, and that was Kotovsky, 86, with Overspeed. And that was Julian's uh, final pick this week. It's off an album called More Waves, Volume 2. Well, listen, I love Synthwave, and I'm happy to hear people making it. Yep. So, listen, before you go, fill in the audience on all the upcoming uh, Synthwave events. All right, well, if you're over in the U.K., LeBrock is going to be, uh, or he's, he's done a couple of uh, events already. Uh, so the, LeBrock will be zipping around the rest of uh, England uh, over the next week. They'll be in Newcastle, um, in Birmingham, Manchester, Milton Keynes. I think that's about it for LeBrock. And then uh, if you're over here in the States, uh, Ghost is doing their Valediction Tour. So they're going to be hopping all over the States, uh, starting with Denver, and then Salt Lake City, San Francisco, L.A., and you name it and uh, along this tour they're going to be supported by acts such as Elay Arson Destroyer Gregorio Franco Ghost Host Kareen and more and speaking of Kareen they're doing a tour as well there's a lot of uh, artists that are on tour and there's a couple of places on the west coast where they're all kind of intersecting and all playing together there's uh, down at Turbo Drive down in San Francisco Calm Trues Ghost Teal Syntax 81 Vector Hold Neuron Spectre a DJ set by FM 84 and DJ Danny DeLorean so that's going to be happening January 31st over in San Francisco at Turbo Drives and uh, yeah two more February 1st over in Fort Lauderdale uh, USA we've got Alpha Quadrant and Max Overdrive 1986 performing at Digital Devotion and finally our uh, Finn Brothers over in Helsinki Finland the uh, Helsinki Synth City Brothers Finn Brothers. <laughs> All right. I'll allow it. Our Finn fam. How's that? Yeah, that's better. I like that. <laughs> Helsinki Synth City, Winter Warmer. It's uh, featuring Millennium Falk, Levinsky, Glowline, and Runaway Droid. That's February 1st as well. Cool. And that's that's about it. All right, man. Well, look, you have a lovely week, and thanks for the, Thank uh, the update. You too. And we'll, uh, we'll talk again uh, next week. Oh, yeah. There's always more synth. Yeah, man. Is that is that your catchphrase? No, no. All right. Uh, my, my, mine is be kind and rewind. All right. Well, let's be kind and rewind as we say goodbye to Neon Fox. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that was the worst rewind sound ever. We're back. There's, that's Neon Fox. He says bye. And uh, it's always nice to catch up with him. He picked some fun tracks this week. And uh, shit, maybe we should wind this show down. But look, I want to thank uh, everyone for tuning in to the live show. Maybe we'll we'll listen to a little classic here. Uh, we'll listen to some Vincenzo Salvia and then we'll wind down. So uh, we're going to listen to this track. This is MILFs by Vincenzo Salvia and this is the the 2018 remastered edition you know I always love uh, some Vincenzo in there and uh, today's no exception and this is for you this is for all you MILFs out there Uh, Vincenzo wrote a song just for you
That's right. <laughs> I don't I don't speak Italian, so I don't know uh, what they're saying there. I think they're just saying, you're listening to Auto Radio. Anyways, look, uh, thanks for tuning in to the show, Cat Punk. Just you. And there's Honeybeard. They're all wondering. There's, they're saying, shouldn't there be a T in MILF? And maybe there should be. I'm going to leave you on that. That's, uh, that's your thought for the weekend. Should there be a T in MILF? So look, I want you guys to have a lovely weekend. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, I'll probably post this on Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, have a lovely week. There is a new episode of Beyond Synth coming out in a few days, um, which I still have to edit. So that's what I'll be doing over the weekend because I never stop. I never stop editing and it's his great fun. So look, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, don't forget you can support Beyond Synth by going to patreon.com slash beyond synth. That's where the support goes. That's my bucket. No, that's not a bucket. What are the the panhandlers use? They don't use buckets, do they? They've opened guitar cases. Is the metaphor of comparing myself to a panhandler accurate? I dress like them. I don't play guitar, though. I got nothing. All right, look. Bye. Tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time... time.